Aloha, I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. Football fans, this is for the love of football. This is the road to 2022, and this is the XFL show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. Last week we talked about embracing lineage, and then all of a sudden Bryant got a feeling in his gut. TV deals and personnel and major changes for the 20 from the 2020 season. Does anyone else have Something guttural going on this week because it's episode 160. Do, do, do you have it? It's all about guts today, Bryant. Well, thank you, Alan Mike. I really appreciate that. Let me explain the rules for this episode. Tell him, it's all about tell him guts. Right. It's about who can score the most baskets with this football while swimming on a boat all the way across this inflatable pool with a big bouncy ball. That's what this show's about. I don't about. know. I don't think that's what this show's about. No. It's mostly about talking about your gut feeling that the XFL is going to be on NBC. You just have that feeling. We'll dive into some of that a little bit later on, and we'll talk about the other TV networks and talk XFL TV deal because it's a thing to talk about, even though there's no news, once again, right? Unless I'm missing something, you know, this super late taping. We, we wait for news now to record. No TV news that I'm missing, right? So we're going to be kind of speculating and just laying out the lay of the land, as it were, when it comes to TV networks later on. Oh uh, Yeah, we are. It's it's just kind of our, like you said, Alan, our gut feeling. No news. Unfortunately, it's not no news is good news. It's no news is just no news. We don't know really what to take <laughs> from it. Uh, but that is the world we live in, in the XFL. I guess if you're, if you're kind of planning the road right now to 2022, it's actually kind of just a calm pool like the 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 road to 2022 competition in guts would be a pretty simple task yeah it's it's gonna be it's no aggro crag so yet but we're getting there and we're gonna get into the show right now so tell them mo let's go let's go it's the guts edition and yeah maybe you're saying well you guys do a lot of nickelodeon references on the show all of a sudden it's 2021 it's a long road you gotta have fun so let's talk about what we got going on today, Brian. First of all, that XFL fan line, 724-565-4XFL. Call or text that anytime during the day, during the week. It's wide open. Get involved with the show that way or at XFL Show on social media all over the place, Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up. We had a gut feeling type of tweet out earlier this week, Brian. We got some responses. We'll get into those right now, but real quick reminder, this guts edition of This is the XFL Show is brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. You can go to prettyeasypodcast.com to start your podcast today. If you got the guts, dinking and dunking around XFL social media, Bryant, you, you asked about that gut feeling you had and what gut feelings fans had. We got some interesting responses. Uh, they were quite interesting. The day before, I actually just kind of tried to send a little reminder to the world out there. You know, it's a, remember, they're listening. 
uh, and then this gut feeling one went out, and and, and the responses I, I want to say were, I think they were deterred by my gut feeling, which went to the TV deal world. But there were some cool ones I think we're going to get into right about now. Yeah. So the first one I saw that I liked from uh, at my life's hero on Twitter, Brian said, "I have a gut feeling they will announce expansion to ten or twelve teams either by next year or 2023." I don't have that gut feeling at all, but I know fans really clamor for that one expansion. That's just cart before the horse, though, brother. But if you got the feeling, my life's hero, you got that feeling. Uh, he could be your hero, baby. Uh, I don't know. 12 by next season might be a little hard, but uh, I see it in the future. I don't know about next season, though. Yeah, that's going to be kind of soon. I mean, we don't even really know where the cities are for 2022 just yet. <laughs> that's true. We're hoping. One of our favorites on Twitter, at XFL underscore Jim, said, my only gut feeling is that I'm going to be there opening day. And I assume beer in hand, XFL Jim. And if I see you opening day, wherever you are, I'm going to I'm gonna cheers to you. And we <laughs> will uh, be saluting because I know XFL Jim loves the XFL more than a lot of people. That guy's always got the fire tweets. And the other one that caught my eye, Bryant, at the, unders- the underscore MLS said, they will stay with both Fox and ABC ESPN. Bold gut feeling, kind of combating your gut feeling. Competing gut feelings, the only way to settle it is on the aggro crag. Hit it. <laughs> uh, the aggro crag itself? Sure, why not? Look at that. Beautiful thing. Yeah. I, I, I always thought the person in the middle had the biggest advantage, but who knows? I just lost. Well, before well, before before we get to uh, at the MLS's uh, tweet, real quick, if I presented to you the option, you could either have a 2001 XFL championship ring or a piece of the aggro crag. What are you taking? Now here's the thing: if I didn't have to tell people that I didn't earn either one. You, I'd probably you take the, I'd probably take a chunk out of the uh, the aggro crack. Be, technically, you're closer to earning an XFL title championship ring because you were at the game at least. Yeah. I don't know if you ever went to Orlando and competed on the aggro crack. If you did, I never saw that episode. Yeah, yeah. prelims. Unfortunately, I was an alternate in case anyone got injured. Oh, and I guess we should say also, uh, if you were watching or listening to the show and you were uh, of a younger generation that doesn't know what the Nick show guts was or what the hell the aggro crag is, or if you're an older person and don't know what that is, it's the greatest competition show in the history of competition shows, besides the Titan games, of course, Brian. Oh, yeah, of Hashtag course. So, but we're talking back, back in a different era, different era. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we want our jobs back. Uh Nickelodeon was all about the competitions back then. You had this, you had Legends of the Hidden Temple. I mean, come on. This is this is this this the aggro crag. Oh, how go, bad did I you want to climb the aggro crag? crag? I yeah. I want a piece of it. I would take the I, you know I how many two thousand one like, XFL, but I want that aggro crag. As a dad now, when when things get back to normal, and you know the wife makes friends at the park, and all of a sudden we start to have, we hang out because we're parents, and that's what parents do. Dads would come yep. into my office and see the chunk of the aggro crag and be like. Oh, oh my God! Instant conversation started. Right? New best How did you friend. get that? Oh man, it's it's that's a story. story. I wonder if I could get one of those but on eBay. Back Sorry. to the MLS uh, tweet saying they will. We're going to get more into this in the hot read, but real quick, their gut feeling that both Fox and ABC, ESPN, 
you give that very little chance of that TV deal actually coming back, don't you? Because I, I mean, when we get into it, well, I'll go into detail, but I don't feel like that's going to happen again. The same deal as 2020. Uh, I mean, I told you what my gut feeling was, why I don't think this will happen. I, we're going to get into it more. I did some research on, because there's a lot of money to be spent on TV deals coming up by the end of the year. So uh, we'll get into that for sure. Alan, uh, I know that was the last tweet you had laid out for us, but I want to bring up one more because I'm not going to let you dim my spot, my spotlight here, friend. Because remember, I was a celebrity. I got asked to take a picture, not Winston Moss, Bryant. At the yes. Wildcats tailgate party, uh, go dogs six four zero one five four five one. This is your cousin, fan. right? You're related no, to this, this person. Is, you no. gotta remember, this is a, a, a <laughs> random fan who was standing by as I was interviewing Coach Moss. Diehard, I fan. walk a big fan friend. of the show. I walk away thinking that he's gonna want to take a picture with Moss. No, he asked me to take a picture with his son. And Hold it's because of that moment. Winston Moss never let us into a team meeting because of you and your celebrity <laughs> status and you upstaging the head coach of the LA Wildcats. Never so meant thanks to. a lot. It was, it was, hey, my highlight of the 2020 season. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, whoa, someone, I forgot about that. Someone was a, a big Bryant Oh, fan. I didn't. Big poster over here somewhere. <laughs> he blew it I up. can't see it. All right. Well, let's get into, we, we're going to get more into those gut feelings and TV deals uh, a little bit later, but we do have a little bit of news to cover. People are also enjoying our Young Rock reviews, Brian. So we'll talk about Young Rock, relate it back to the XFL if you're ready for this week's cover two. Oh, Alan, before we actually get into the cover two, I just had a list of really? words because this is a family show that I just yeah. want to make sure uh, you don't say because it's a family show. So don't say yes. or <laughs> Can't say that. This is a family show. Okay, continue. All right, I won't be saying any of that. Thank you for giving me tons of editing work right after the show. But let's get into it, Iron Sheik. It's time for the cover two. Hey, Mo, talk to me. Hey, Mike. At the sound of my whistle, all three players will grab a basketball, jump off the aerial bridge, bounce up, and shoot. They'll have 60 seconds to score as many baskets as possible. All three players will compete at the same time, and baskets only count if they are shot after the player has touched the ground. Mike? So that's when you got to jump off the thing, then off the ground, and then shoot. You can't be on and the then... trampoline itself or whatever, the floor, because no. you were like tied to a bungee yeah. cord or something, right? Yes. We're on bungee cords for this week's cover, too, if you're not watching on the... This is the XFL YouTube channel. Redbird Capital. Making moves still. So many moves when you got all this capital. Your big money firm really leveraging sports assets and really inserting yourself into the big time... as a big time player in the sports landscape. And Sportico reporting a pretty big deal here. Redbird Capital, nearing a deal to acquire 10% doesn't seem like a lot. It is when you're talking about 10% of Fenway Sports Group, Bryant. And that's not just the Boston Red Sox. That's not just half the city of Boston, which is a lot of... It is actual, Boston, basically. It's like it's land. <laughs> but also, it's, a, it's Liverpool FC. The most prestigious, I'll say the most prestigious football club of all football clubs, if you ask me. It's Roush Fenway Racing. It's LeBron James's branding. It's it's Nesson, the the Red Sox answer to the S yes Network. 
So they own so Redbird Capital now gonna have stake in that. Already has owner ownership of the Yes Network, I believe, correct? Or at least partial. It's kind of funny that they own both Yankees and Red Sox channels. More assets, more leverage to use those business the business terminology for the football freaks who you know were annoyed with us talking the business end a few weeks ago. This is going to play a bit huge into the XFL when you are a part of the Redbird Capital uh, atmosphere of the Red or their universe that they are now accumulating all these different properties. XFL's in there as well. How those properties coincide with the XFL will be very interesting to see. But who knows? Maybe we get a team playing in Fenway. They own ten percent. I don't know if we'll be playing in Fenway in February. During Red Sox season, maybe. (laughs) April, May. Uh, Look, I personally have a gut feeling that this acquisition, we're not going to really see it intertwine with the XFL in any way, shape, or form. But again, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, this just speaks to the volumes of what Redbird is trying to accomplish, expanding portfolios, doing things that – maybe are kind of out of the normal when it comes to an, uh, to a financial firm. So Redbird Capital continues to spend money, which means they have a lot of it, I would assume, because if you're spending $750 million, I guarantee you have a lot more than $750 million. So this is all good. It's good. Maybe, they'll use, maybe it's LeBron James in L.A. They're going to use it to market the Wildcats. Go ahead. Get out of here. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. LeBron doing an XFL commercial with, with The Rock. My head would explode. I mean, Can you imagine you LeBron talk, James just showing up to of, Staples Center with a Wildcats flat brim, you know, and just like the, like, <laughs> that's, you know, cool. it, it can happen. Or at, on a post-game interview. The literal biggest stars and sports star and overall star in the world hyping up the XFL. It's It could potentially happen. We could see an XFL patch James. on Liverpool FC. Oh, man. We could see that an XFL amazing. racing car. Yes. That'd bring Jake and Vince back from the dead, wouldn't it? That would that would be bring them <laughs> back to the show. And Winston Moss uh, waving the flag at Daytona or whatever would be the, <laughs> the cherry on top. But another big move made by Redbird Capital. Of course, you have to keep an eye on that stuff because it will all play some sort of factor. How big, how small, we don't know. But the XFL is part of... Their ownership assets, and they, they are accumulating more, so they have all those ties. How they all work out, we will find out, but we just want to make you aware of them. We're aware of them, and don't be surprised, maybe, if you see LeBron James talking XFL one day. Just want to give a shout-out real quick after winning another NBA championship. To the XFL, can't wait for that league to start. I'm going to be drinking wine all off season, preparing to win another championship. That's what I expect LeBron to say. At the end of this season, although the late show the last couple weeks has been rough. Young Rock review time, Bryant. You gave me all those curse words like you're the Iron Sheik to edit earlier. Uh, great episode. Uh, it, throwing back to the Rock's grandma running a wrestling promotion in Hawaii and the territory days coming to an end and Vince McMahon being kind, so kind to her, even though he was gobbling up every other territory. But we got to see a lot of fun stuff from the actors playing some of our favorite wrestlers. And, of course, Rocky Johnson's becoming the star of this. I love me some Rocky Johnson on this show. He, he is. I mean, you got to look at 
the women that were on this episode were were just kind of in power, right? The the Rock's grandmother, the Rock's, All of them. Uh, the Rock's mom, mom, going back into. Uh, it was a pretty cool episode. It kind of speaks to uh, the adversity that was, you know, the Rock had to endure. His dad was at the top, but also kind of expendable. And then, I don't know, just a lot of interesting. I can't wait till they get to the XFL part. Yeah, and I can't wait for that. But it also shows you a cool history of The Rock and the stuff he saw as a kid. I mean, it's no wonder he grew up to do what he did in the in the wrestling world. And then all I mean, that that world pro wrestling gets people ready for all kinds of stuff and to go into a venture like the XFL and all the business stuff he's doing. This show's really giving you a great look at that, and it's super entertaining. But from this episode in particular, to tie it to the XFL, I mean, saw a sleazy promoter named Greg Greg Yao was his name, right? The rival of The Rock's grandma, stealing all of her wrestlers. I want to I want to bring this up for this show. Then, which which football personality does Greg Yao? remind you the most of and why were we, were we thinking of charlie ebersol while watching this the entire time <laughs> that is not it, a real business when it comes to spring football i think that is the only comparison you can make and if you didn't watch that is Young not Rock, a real business but you know uh who charlie ebersol is charlie can i say charlie i guess i can say charlie uh you know who charlie ebersol is then you know who greg Gow is that's just this man who stands <laughs> there and you just cannot believe a word that is coming out of his mouth we are committed people, to a long-term vision. Giving people SNL backstage passes, probably, to try to get them to be in their league. Like, that is what this man, wrapped in, in gold foil, man, sleazy, sleazy promoter. Can't believe we brought up his name again. What's he doing nowadays? But what, but what if the AAF offered you a fancy French ham to leave the XFL and do an AAF show? What is, what is French ham? I never have had French ham in my life. I I mean, I guess that speaks to the volumes as to what I'm doing. Um, ham is ham. There was a baby I, I like. either born or conceived right in this on the other side of this wall. So I really don't uh, need the high end French hams. Ham is ham. Like Rocky Johnson said, it's it's ham. Everyone knows it's delicious. <laughs> I don't know what, why you have to gussy it up. We are committed to a long term vision. Carney promoters. That is what we're not getting on this road. To 2022, Bryant, we saw, uh, I mean, with the AF, it was kind of off the chain with how goofy it was, and you'd call it out all the time, and we'd laugh at it, but the football was entertaining, but it was, you know, a lot of smoke and mirrors. Then we got the Vince McMahon promotion, which wasn't as, it's not cheap at all, but it is the world of professional wrestling that it's tied to, so you have that, I guess, stigma for a lot of sports fans. They'll call it. You and I would never because we enjoy it all and we respect that. So that road was fun. But this is a different kind of promotion now on the road to 2022. But I feel like it's more buttoned up than even when Vince McMahon brought in Oliver Luck. It's a lot of behind the curtain right now. But when we talk about all this Redbird Capital stuff and then they have the two personalities in Danny Garcia and The Rock – it's it feels a lot more meticulous than it did in twenty in twenty twenty. Just behind this behind the scenes, I feel like there's a lot of stuff going on we have no idea about. Whereas it was all out in the open, but it still was a lot of guessing work. It was still a lot of throwing stuff against the wall, going out there and explaining and trying to make people believe in it. This I feel like is a 
a corporate entity is putting together something and it's a little different, the promotion of it. You know, and I'll say this because I was I was a fan of the AEF on the field. I think there was a lot of problems, Charlie Ebersol being at the top of what I thought the problems were when it comes to season promoters. What the XFL is doing now reminds me of what the AAF did in terms of announcement, right? They are waiting. My problem with the AAF was is I, I think they were literally like, oh, hey, football on a napkin. Let's go announce it. I don't think the XFL is doing that now. You say more buttoned up. You're right. They're doing their homework. There's like this, and they're getting to this point where they're going to announce it all with the work behind it, unlike what I thought the AAF did in 2019 or 2018, excuse me. And the work right now isn't like, oh, where are we going to have money? I don't know. Let's just, we'll figure that out later. Let's, let's, this is like the money is being put in place and this is going to be launched out, I'm sure, in a, in a very, very planned way. And it's, it's been interesting to watch how, I mean, and it's, it's their personalities who are out, like out in the open all the time with The Rock, especially, and Danny Garcia. Like, and for them to not really, I mean, there's still people you see every week when we're prepping for this show. I don't know about you, but on social media saying, oh, I didn't even know The Rock bought the XFL. Like, because the news came and went and it, and it's not even with him in the public eye all the time. It's still not being talked about because he's not bringing it up just yet because it's not that time, apparently. Well, there's millions and millions of people who follow The Rock on social media. So as soon as he decides to put something out there, it'll get known by millions and millions of people. And, and I'm not worried about the, the recognition being out there. I know some people are probably worried, like, are they actually doing anything? Are, my gut feeling, and I think it's everyone's gut feeling who follows this league, is there is a lot of work being done right now. Yes. Even though it doesn't seem like it's on the surface. It's it's there. It's there. We're just waiting for it to, to appear. We're, we don't just have somebody out there throwing money at people, throwing French hams at people saying hey come play for me <laughs> we don't have that right now hey it's not happening uh, come play for the san diego fleet well actually, a- it, yeah the xfl's not too, it feels like the cfl's kind of doing that or at least the toronto argonauts are they're just like cited all these nfl guys Bl- blank checks to everyone guys. i don't know where these yeah like yeah, it's crazy and we don't even know if we're getting a cfl season real quick update on that just a quick note eli rogers dc defenders fame uh xfl player this is not the cfl show but he's going to the cfl to play for the montreal alouettes another receiver this is not cfl news this is f fcs fan control fcf fan control football news josh gordon who's suspended released by the seahawks is going to play for the zappers in fan controlled football zappers a team named after the awesome instrument i got last summer to kill flies you know, I feel like the zapper is something zappers. that's like a, like a ride at a at a at a fair every year. The zapper. <laughs> this, I'm not riding the zapper. <laughs> well, I would ride anything festival. that sounds like it's yeah. No, no way. No, thank you. Saint Finbar Looks Festival. So you're gonna go there and run the zapper. This, yeah, well, Saint Finbar's a little smaller. Francis was the one on the hill. It was the bigger one with the big rides. This is all inside Burbank talk. But yes, I'll, I actually rode all those rides. I that was back in the day. Now I would not. I hope you're not going to be putting your your kid on the, the worst zapper. is the water rides at car at a, at a who rides a water ride at a fair <laughs> that is no thank you <laughs> to ride the not, not compared though. to the water not compared to the water on guts of course that's very sanitized yes, of and course. clean that's, and that's, and yeah that's yeah it's very very safe and just all about competition 
which is what this week's hot read is going to be all about, Bryant. You got that gut feeling. You brought it up. So that's what we're going to get into. TV talk in this week's hot read. Gotta right. bring the aggro crag back. Sorry. Gotta bring the yes. aggro crag back. Bring, it, bring the aggro crag back and let's have the guts version of the hot read. So Bryant last week, again, his gut feeling NBC will be the home of the XFL. I really have no gut feeling other than I know for sure that The Rock is going to hype the hell out of the XFL when the time comes and it's going to be so damn entertaining, whatever channel it's on. I, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that it won't be the same TV deal, not a gut feeling. Now, do you mean uh, financially or just the channels? Uh... What do you, what do you mean? Just the channels? I, well, because you're saying about? I don't I don't think it'll be the same TV deal. I don't think it's going to be the same TV deal, no matter what channels they're on. I feel like they're going to get money for this, with all the money being spent on live television nowadays. I feel yeah. like before they weren't getting any money, right? It was kind of a hey, you pay for the production and and you know you can have our games. Now I feel like the Expo is going to get a little bit of income for this. Yeah, and I think Danny Garcia's teased as much about that, saying you're going to be surprised and you know we have big plans so i i think i think that the the espn the fox type of deal isn't going to happen again in that regard and also i don't think those channels are going to be down for the xfl the way they were before and like maybe i'm leaning towards nbc or maybe i'm leaning towards something else because i've laid out kind of the options for us here brian we're going to get very impressive with what we're getting into for First off, let's talk NBC. The Rock's relationship, obviously, with Comcast, NBC, deep. Titan Games. Uh, Young Rock. This guy's on SNL seemingly every year. He's been on NBC over and over again. He is kind of a, a, a celebrity in that realm. Much like how like John Cena is doing a lot of Warner properties these days. Sometimes... You know, actors and business business people will do a lot of business over a course of time with a certain network or media group. Right now, The Rock is kind of in it with Comcast. Does that carry over to the XFL? By 2020, things, 2022, things could change, Bryant, but that's one thing to consider. Also, with NBC Sports Network going away, this Peacock Network, which now is really trying to ramp up its live sports it's going to eventually be carrying nhl stuff wwe networks going over there you would think to set themselves apart something like the xfl would be perfect for that have you been to the do you have peacock or have you gone to the peacock network at all i i have it and i did like when it launched i haven't gone in a long time well it's kind of cool because it has like channels it has channels live tv i do love that yeah it's a lot like you know, it's got the old school TV guide. You just flip through your guide and go to your channel. I love Pluto TV, so I'm a big fan of that. I think that's a, a Viacom-owned pro, uh, property, but so it's just like that, but on Peacock, and they have their own show, the Save by the Bell channel, your Today Show channel. Can you imagine an XFL channel on there? And I XF mean, that's would be beautiful. Just playing games, you know, us. Hi, hi mom. I'm on Peacock, show. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> that could happen. I... I like I said last week, I think NBC, it time, just seems... Just time out real quick. You know if that happens, you have to do segments with Mike Florio. I mean, I don't, I mean we're on Peacock. Do I have to try? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, 
<laughs> Mike Florio. Oh, dear Lord. Um, might have to. It, it, it might have to, anyway. We all got to do what we got to do to make sure the XFL succeeds. I'm here to make sure the XFL moves forward. <laughs> um, NBC, to me, is the gut feeling, right? And I think a lot of people online are saying NBC... I'm not the first one. I won't be the last. Is it going to happen? We have no insider information. Uh, and I did a lot of research. The N- NBC is going to have to, it's about a hundred percent increase that they're going to have to pay uh, the NFL for, uh, yeah. for their TV rights on the Sunday night. That's, so that's a lot of money. That's all, all of the, of the uh, networks re-upping with the NFL are basically doubling the price. Yeah. So everyone's got to double up. The only, uh, the only person who's not doubling up is, um, DirecTV, AT&T. So maybe that'll fall somewhere along in these lines because it doesn't sound like they're going to keep the Sunday ticket. But NBC spending a lot of money. They just spent a lot of money with WWE, almost $2 billion there, right? So do they have the fun? They have an NHL contract as well. I think their English Premier League contract is up as well too. So they have a lot of money to be spending. It's just all how much they value live television and live sports. Yep, and, and seeing how this whole cosmic shift for these net major networks into the realm of streaming goes, will live sports be that that real key factor in getting more subscriptions to your your network's new streaming service and, and compiling as many assets in terms of uh, live sports is is seemingly the strategy for a lot of these groups: CBS, NBC, ESPN. So yeah, it does. And- We'll and see. Peacock, Fox by the way, actually, has a free version of Peacock, too. So yes. it could also be there. Yeah, and Fox is kind of not in that game. They're, they they have their streaming stuff here and there, but, like, they're, it's, it seems, behind with... I mean, CBS is now with that Paramount network, and they have Pluto... Paramount Plus, and they have Pluto TV, which they would, I don't think, put live sports over there. But... CBS with the Paramount Plus Network will be doing live sports. So they're spending a ton again to double up, uh, double their NFL package. They have to. No SEC. 10 years ago, that's they lost, increasing. They lost some. They saved some money with that SEC deal that they don't have yes. anymore. Yeah. But even with the NFL deal, that is so much money. How much this NFL deal is. So, you know, CBS losing the SEC to. Disney, right? It's going to ESPN again. ESPN, correct. And let's get so, it's what the SEC is still going to be on CBS, but ESPN gets first crack at the best game of the week. I think is what yes, it is. Yes, yes. So CBS could maybe get in that game. I don't. I don't think they would. Like the last time CBS took a swing at a a league or a sport that wasn't just like already ingrained with tons of traditional viewers that is you know guaranteed viewership was uh, MMA. I think they had Strike Force. And they aired, I, I forget who was it, who fought on network TV for the first time in MMA. It might have been that. like Kimbo Slice or someone. But CBS had MMA for a second. But they rarely take swings at well, stuff that aren't AAF. Was a P- We couldn't even really count the AAF because that was a infomercial, really, infomercial. right? Infomercial. So. Yeah, that was an infomercial. Um, but but they do CBS. have this CBS... Is a, this is a, uh, what? They have the Paramount Plus Network, so maybe they start doing stuff like that because, I mean, B- Bellator and all that, but with College the XFL, do, yes, more, they, they always go for the traditional guaranteed viewership, March Madness, Masters, 
and the NFL, the AFC. So I would rule out CBS as a long shot. Um, Fox and Disney, again, I, like I said, I don't feel like that's going to happen. Uh, 2020, the presentation was awesome. Uh, they got, I think, decent enough numbers, but were they good enough with how the whole landscape, even from then, changing? And in 2022, totally different for what these networks, their mentality will be towards something like the XFL. So, I don't know. I, I feel like... I feel like Fox and uh, Disney slash ESPN, they're going to want something different. And I don't think they didn't pay for the league last time. Just they paid for production of the games. They're not going to get that deal that it seems like the XFL is looking for this time around. I don't even know if Disney slash ESPN is going to have the room. I mean, it looks like they're bringing in uh, the NHL as well. Uh, you talk about CBS. I mean, they're taking the SEC deal away from CBS. Um, you know, ESPN... I hate to say it because they have so much room. Might be out of the room uh, for XFL. We'll see uh, how that because they do have ESPN Plus. But I don't know if you just want to be exclusively on a streaming service. Do you? If you're the XFL, we'll get that's into that. I know you have question. a couple. But I don't yeah. know if so. That's another question. Do you say? Do you take an ESPN deal if they are going to pay you actually for games, but this time around you're only on their streaming service and not on ESPN regular, but ESPN Two or ESPN News? Or the news. some other channel? Well, do you do it if they pay you, right? If they pay you and you give you a guaranteed five-year deal with no opt-outs, then maybe you take it because that's just ground to build your brand. And, you know, last time around we talked TV deals. Every I feel like majority on this show when we, we were four people discussing this anti solely on a streaming service. Like Jake once upon a time said, you want to be on a traditional channel people could click on because people still do that. But this time around, if you're only on, say, Netflix, biggest and the baddest of them all, have all the money to produce everything ever, could easily afford the XFL games, has always threatened they're going to get into live sports. Could they actually do it? And would they do it with the XFL, at least like as a toe dip before they go for something like the NFL or MLB? I don't think, now you're right, Netflix biggest and bad is probably the most money to spend out of any um, specific. Besides Amazon, which we'll get into next. Well, Amazon's a different story. Um, Netflix would have to pay the XFL most likely. And then they would have to bring in so many people. Hold on, hold on. They would have to bring in a crap amount of people in to produce this because they don't do sports. They don't have sports on Netflix right now, right? So they don't even know how to produce. They, they probably don't know how to, to shoot. The, the production is just not there for Netflix. That's why I don't see Netflix as being an option. Now, Amazon, to me, I think uh, is, a, is a pretty cool Amazon, but Amazon's done it, but they've done it alongside Fox or NFL Network or whomever. So Netflix well, they had that, do something like that. Well, if they partnered with somebody, totally. I don't know who's going to partner with Netflix. Who partners with Netflix? Has Netflix yeah, ever partnered with anybody? The presentation, either way. If you killed Netflix Blockbuster, does anybody want to work with you? <laughs> you literally took away our favorite place to go and waste three hours looking for a movie. Yeah. No, but Amazon. I mean, it's a waste three hours. 
for yeah, me. Yeah, now we just do it sitting at home. <laughs> Amazon uh, obviously could afford this, but like we like we just said, they've done it alongside a network producing it. So I don't know if either of those streaming services would get in that get in literally the ball game by themselves. Um, here's my last one then: DAZN, who do produce live sports, who come from. I mean, but all all sorts of different like ESPN, Fox, like everyone who's at DAZN running that ship is from some other company that produce live sports, and they're doing it with boxing mostly, carrying that organization. They need something other than a Canelo fight or an Anthony Joshua fight. They have some MLB stuff and soccer going on, but they need something to really you know boost their subs too. And their game is live sports, so that would make sense to me. And if the XFL was only on a streaming service, I would hope it would be personally on DAZN or ESPN+. And here's an interesting tidbit that came out. So DAZN, formerly run by John Skipper, who ran ESPN, he's leaving his position at the top of DAZN. And in is coming Kevin Mayer, who ran TikTok. But after he left TikTok... After a brief stint there, guess where he was working? Redbird Capital. So that comes full is interesting. Ties. Keep an eye out on, don't rule out DAZN. You got those ties. A person personnel at DAZN ties to XFL ownership. As a DAZN subscriber, I think it's tremendous what they do. It needs a little cleaning cleaning up on their interface but it basically looks like everything else that you go on with your netflixes and your hbo maxes with how you select a program to watch and live streaming is really easy to pop on there the zone is i think gonna be a player in with some league that's not boxing sooner or later maybe they they do it with the xfl what about, I mean, I, I don't have too much experience with DAZN. I think I ordered one fight for my bachelor party, and that was about it. I didn't even pay for it. I think somebody got the subscription. Um, but DAZN, if they have the money, I think they're still hemorrhaging money. Like, they have a lot of it, uh, even though they only have those. And, I mean, they're still paying Michael Buffer. That's not cheap. <laughs> oh, Could you have, cheap. And, then, and then just think about Michael Buffer. At an XFL game at the 50-yard? Like, could you imagine? Who would you rather have, The Rock or Michael Buffer introduce an XFL Michael game? Buffer. Michael, Michael Buffer. Michael Buffer. They should as have splurged for Michael Rock. Buffer in 2001, if you ask me. But, hey, he had WCW ties at that point still. No, wait, WCW Let's was gone. Let's get ready to football. <laughs> Let's get ready to scramble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, Alan, you. You, one you didn't put on your list that I want to bring up, because they got out of the live sporting game not too long ago. HBO Max is making huge waves in the world of digital streaming services right now. Do they dare get back into it? It's my it's my favorite. It's of all of the, I mean I'm having a blast watching all the stuff on there. New and old. It is loaded. And Warner HBO Max I mean to see The Rock and Redbird Capital get in with them, you would be kind of getting in with the the Turner crew, the TNT type of presentation, the TBS, TBS type of presentation, which I would be all for. I mean, that would be, an, I mean, they're doing documentary that starts this week, the Inside the NBA documentary. 
having that kind of atmosphere with the XFL would be amazing. But of course, you need the personalities. That show's special. I'd love to hear Ernie Johnson has on Charles the call. Barkley. Yeah, and Ernie. But yeah, Ernie Johnson involved. Like HBO Max would be also kind of a dream. I feel like it's a long shot. But man, that whole they need to be doing football. Everyone who produces the NBA for Turner and Warner now, like they need to be doing football. Some, I re, do you remember way back when we were really young? I think in the '90s, mid and early '90s, TNT would have NFL games. They had really? an, the NFL for a second. Yeah. Oh wow. And I don't, re- I don't remember. remember watching it except the. I remember seeing you know their graphics. But I don't remember the presentation that much. But to see today's TNT or TBS or just HBO Max would be cool. So that's something to think about. I mean, it is something to think about whether or not it happens. We don't know. It's it's just it's all it's all a mystery. Like that mystery crack. What was it made out of? I don't know what the the, well. You got the gut feeling. So for you, it's it's totally NBC to Brian. I would put my money on that, but I don't have that gut feeling quite yet. Because then you bring up. HBO Max, and I say, wait a minute, let's get in the negotiation room. Redbird, Rock, and Danny, talk to them. And I'm sure they're open to all of that because even though The Rock is tied into Comcast and NBC, that is not going to hinder them from taking the XFL and putting it on some other network with some other media group. I mean, it's nothing personal. You're like family maybe, to me. The, the maybe, Rock can look at the NBC's X and say, Yuck, yeah. you're family. You are. But they're offering me more money and a I French ham. This. I gotta go. I'm just sorry. Just like JYD and King Kong Bundy. Just I don't have to be a junkyard no more. Doesn't make a lie about someone in his family being sick to go over to another <laughs> <room. laughs> My mama's sick. Sorry, guys. I gotta go over to Can't. TNT. <laughs> Can't do that. Although, I, I'm hoping it's CBS all the way so that we get Nickelodeon games. That's why. Well, what about Disney Channel games? If it's on ESPN, maybe they'll throw them on Disney Channel. No, I mean only if then only if in between Disney Channel shows you get those those random commercials with like XFL players like talking and. Can you imagine the football going across the screen and then that little like Disney sparkle behind it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if they do that anymore. I haven't seen what that channel's. I think changed a whole lot, even more than Nickelodeon. It has. Uh, Disney Junior, though, off the charts. Great shows. If you're a family man, uh, tell your kids about it. That uh, Blue is that, is that really good. Is that the, the channel of choice? It is. In, in the house now? Yes. Disney Junior? Yes, and they only have four episodes of every show, so they just continuously cycle <laughs> all the time. All the time. Uh, but I've learned a lot about friendship and saying thank you and about learning to share. And I'll share this yes. information with you. People, oh, so uh, you, generous. <laughs> thank you very much. Oh, you know, I'm a generous man. I'm a father. Father called Bryant, as some people would say. Anyway. Tell him Bryant. Uh, <laughs> catch us every single Friday right here on your favorite podcast app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you give us that five-star review and tell your friends about us. If you got a question, a comment, or a topic you want us to cover, well, then text or call the XFL fan line 724-565-4XFL. Standard text messaging rates do apply. Oh, and Alan, I know you have a problem with this, but if you ever forget the number, uh, just try to visualize the shape of the numbers they make on the keypad. Sometimes it's a square. 
What? Yeah, my mom's is a, my mom's is a, a circle. Am I trying to call your mom? Am I trying to call your mom? No. Uh, also follow us on all social media gimmicks at XFL Young Show. Rock references. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> uh, and, uh, oh, and if you want to come and say hi to us, subscribe and watch us on YouTube. YouTube.com slash This Is The XFL Show, the official YouTube page of This Is The XFL Show. And, of course, don't forget about our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com. Get started today because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. Yeah. And I am now exclusively listening to Pretty Easy Podcast podcast, Bryant. So wow. I, I, I'm, what do you mean? I, I have no time for anything else. I'm, I, there's too many. There's too many good shows they're producing. So I'm only listening to their shows from now on. I like the behavior the you're taking future. right now. I like, That's I like your my behavior. behavior. I'm taking from now yeah. on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Can't say it. Sorry. Oh wait. Damn it. I can't say. It. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Family show. Family sorry, show. Man, Alan, really you really don't have, have any gut back feelings in. though. Yeah, it's a lot of editing. A lot of editing. Yeah, a lot of editing. Uh, gut feeling. Uh, yeah, I have gut feeling. I have a gut feeling The Rock is going to make this thing way bigger than uh, a lot of people are thinking. I got a gut feeling uh, Kevin Hart is going to be in the booth for, as a, for a quarter or maybe to, a drive or two in some game. And I have a gut. Oh, here's a gut feeling. I got a really big gut feeling that... At least one of the starting quarterbacks from 2020 will be back in the XFL. That's that's a good one. Well, there was a lot of beautiful humans in the XFL 2020, so I'm hoping they come back uh, there for were. 2022 for sure. So many beautiful humans. I love defy the odds and come back yes. to the XFL in 2022. Any others? I don't, I don't. I don't know. You are? <laughs> no, I'm all out of the energy. Well, <laughs> Good connection we're making here. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, hail to pit. Let's right. go. Any uh, hail to pit, everybody. <laughs> no, wait, that's not how we do the end of this show. All right, yeah, like Brian said, follow us on all those places that he said. <laughs> and uh, thank you for – if we missed any uh, networks or, or places the XFL might you, – you maybe they're thinking the XFL could uh, be putting games on, let us know. I would like to see it on a, a UHF channel in some cities. Do they still have those? Closed circuit television? That's yeah, good old movie theaters. What if yes. AMC buys it? Get people back into Wait, the theaters. Movie. That's how we're going to say movie theaters. <laughs> Closed circuit XFL games. That's what we're going to do. All right, everybody. I Thanks for listening and watching on our YouTube channel. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, like Brian says, what this doesn't age well. And next week That's we have news. Hope. But if I not, hope that tomorrow new. morning we have news. But if not, we'll wait until next week because you know what? Young Rock review and so much. We can, we can make a podcast about Young Rock, and that's what we try to do here. And twist it. It's fun. It's like it's morphing. It's it's like now a nostalgic Nickelodeon Young Rock review football show. And that's fine yeah. by me. It's like a nice family barbecue. It is. And also with a lot of spam. And also, maybe next week, I'll just give uh, recaps of my Madden 06 games that I've Good luck. been playing lately. And am cr- have a crippling addiction that I've rekindled playing that game because I found the PS2. And now life is over. I don't think I will have hair next week. And I probably <laughs> won't sleep. Because there's no football going on. And as a Steeler fan, I'm really depressed right now. Then no XFL. 
it's rough. Thank goodness for this show, for friends, for sharing. It's great. Thank you. I feel like I've climbed the aggro crag. And now I'm going to take it home, Bryant. Let's get out of here. For Bryant, I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.